Canva presents stories to keep you up at night. It was an ordinary work day until... The Singapore presentation is at 3 a.m. The office was shocked. <laughs> That's when we sleep. Maya made it less scary with Canva. <laughs> I'll just record my presentation so Singapore can watch it anytime. Record and present anytime with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. This is Steve Robbins. Welcome to the Get It Done Guys Quick and Dirty Tips to Work Less and Do More. In the quest to work less and do more, have you ever found that sometimes it seems like you're working more and doing less? Oh, you're working your butt off? And, and yet, if you're making progress at all, it's minuscule. The progress, that is, not your butt. Well, maybe your butt too, but that's a topic for Get Fit Guy. I've been listening to the Alanis Morissette song, Ironic. One of the ironic things about the song, of course, is that none of these songs' examples of irony are actually ironic. Most are just unfortunate coincidences. Real irony is when the thing you're doing to reach your goal is what's preventing you from reaching your goal. If you're running a marathon and you get dehydrated and you have to stop, that's unfortunate. If you're running a marathon and you get dehydrated because the special water bottle you bought that was supposed to keep you extra hydrated broke, that is ironic. Irony may be what's getting in your way. Specifically, the irony of the premature how. The premature how is when you choose a solution that's more complicated than the problem you're trying to solve in the first place. You choose your how too soon. Hence, it's a premature how. Early in my career, I designed and built large software systems. Sometimes the simplest thing would become an avalanche of complexity. The program would become a thousand times more complicated than it should be. My chosen solution was more complicated than the original problem because I chose a how to solve it before understanding things thoroughly enough. It was a premature how. The solution was to return to the original problem statement. We're building a checkbook program. So why am I currently in the middle of building a 3D multiplayer first-person shooter? Well, because at some point I chose the wrong solution. A checkbook program should not require a 3D rendering engine. It is time to re-examine my approach. When you become overwhelmed with detail on a project, stop and return to the original statement of the problem you're trying to solve. Now that you know how complicated your chosen solution is, re-decide if it's the right one. Some assets just aren't. If you have assets that you think will help, don't just decide to use them. That could be a premature how. In my coaching practice, I've seen this a lot. A vice president was overseeing expansion into a new market supplying evil villains with zombie reanimation powder. Details are disguised to protect my client's confidentiality. They decided to analyze their huge purchase database to find potential megalomaniacal customers. Each database record had been hand-entered by a cashier. One entry said, Zomb reanim powder for Mr. Q. Another said, Regular order by Ms. Chambers. While a third said, oh, Silly Mr. Robbins is at it again. Hey, 
Walking through the records, we realized every record needed individual examination. With millions of records, this would take until the year 2135, by which time the data center would be 10 feet underwater due to global warming. So, we returned to the actual goal, which was marketing the new product. For a fraction of the cost of scrubbing the database, my client could advertise zombie reanimation powder at any Silicon Valley gathering of venture capitalists and social media entrepreneurs. The megalomaniacal world dictators would just come flocking. In this case, my client's database in pristine form would have been a perfect source for marketing information, but the cost to get it there was more than the savings that it would have brought. A more traditional market approach made the most sense. Sometimes skip the study, because on the other hand, sometimes the traditional marketing approach is the premature how. A company president was considering opening a San Francisco office. His marketing manager came with a plan to do a market study first at a cost of about $100,000 for focus groups. He was about to sign on the dotted line when he realized that for $100,000, they could just rent a San Francisco office for six months, staff it, and start selling. If things took off, they would know there's a market, and they would already be making headroads into it. And if things didn't take off, they could shut it down, and they would have spent the same amount as the study. It's possible your solution may be the problem. In this case, the cost of information gathering was more than just going for it. The president narrowly escaped wasting money on the premature how of a market study. Entrepreneurs, take note. This can happen to you, too. A social enterprise entrepreneur client of mine was asking me to critique different business models for his new company. He was considering a web of for-profit and not-for-profit elements. It seemed far too complicated, so we returned to his real goal, which was to help save the poor, misunderstood vultures in Death Valley. A few minutes' discussion revealed that he didn't even know if there was any existing organizations trying to do that. Before getting lost in the premature how of choosing an organizational structure, he decided to spend a few weeks understanding existing solutions so that he could take those into account in his design. Look at the projects on your plate. Which ones have been bogging you down? It's possible your solution may be the problem. Re-examine it. If you spend weekends sewing zombies back together, but they fall apart faster than you can sew, the solution might not be sewing, but refrigeration. So starting today, make sure you simplify your life by spotting and overcoming the premature how. This is Steve Robbins. You can find this episode's transcript at getitdone.quickanddirtytips.com. I help highly successful, work-obsessed overachievers make their lives as awesome as their job. If you want to know more, visit steverrobbins.com. That's S-T-E-V-E-R-R-O-B-B-I-N-S.com. Work less, do more, and have a great life. Hey, everybody. It's Rob Lowe here. If you haven't heard, I have a podcast that's called Literally with Rob Lowe. And basically, it's conversations I've had that really make you feel like you're pulling up a chair at an intimate dinner between myself and people that I admire, like Aaron Sorkin or Tiffany Haddish, Demi Moore, Chris Pratt, Michael J. Fox. There are new episodes out every Thursday. So subscribe, please, and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step. 
but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.